I was in the tool department of my local hardware store a couple of years ago, a small, highly respected chain. And I noticed hanging on the rack a set of screwdrivers. And the logo and packaging kind of jumped out at me because I had seen it before. The logo wasn't exactly the same, but very, very similar. Same graphic style and, and same plastic. And I, I took them off the, off the shelf and, and examined them more closely, and I realized that I had seen the exact same set of screwdrivers at the dollar store. So four screwdrivers at the dollar store for, well, a dollar, or at the local highly respected hardware chain, $12.99. The fact of the matter is that most tools now are made in China, and of course you can expect anomalies like that now and then. This was pretty glaring, and it it opened my eyes to just paying closer attention to what I see in the dollar store and what I see in highly respected uh, hardware store chains, or even less respected. And and what's happened is I've, I've started to, to see that that uh, some decent tools will turn up in the dollar store from from time to time, and some terrible tools will turn up at the at the in the chains for a lot more money. What happens is the the dollar stores they they buy in, in lots, so that maybe they'll purchase. 50,000, you know, a few pallets of, of some tool that has a very minor flaw in the handle or something like that. So that's one reason you'll see that. But sometimes it's just blatantly the the hardware store chain is, is buying rock-bottom terrible tools. And sometimes it means that the dollar store has gotten lucky and gotten some decent quality on their shelf. For the most part, dollar store stuff is crap. It's garbage. It's used once and throw away or get it home and realize... It doesn't work at all and throw it away because who has time to return things that cost a dollar? And they're banking on that. So educate yourself on that. That's helpful. Uh, I ask myself before I purchase any tool, what is it for? And how long, <laughs> that's an obvious question, but more specifically, how long will I be using it? How much stress am I going to put it through? I personally wouldn't buy a dollar store screwdriver. I want a screwdriver to last a long time and I don't want it to fail when I'm in the middle of of applying a lot of torque to the head of a screw. I want to keep working. So I, I've invested in decent quality sets of screwdrivers. Let's see. If I'm using it a lot, uh, obviously I buy higher quality. If I'm not using it much, um, I buy adequate quality. So... The dollar store isn't a great example and isn't really the topic of this episode. I'm thinking more along the lines of Harbor Freight or the really cheap tools you sometimes see at Home Depot or Lowe's or your local chain or your local one-off store, family store. Some things at Harbor Freight I would never buy. Other things I would because I only need them a couple times. I recently made the mistake of purchasing a drill press vise at at harbor freight 20 bucks drill press vices are notoriously expensive but that's because they're they require a lot of precision and they need to work right and my harbor freight drill press vice is absolute garbage so uh and unfortunately it's too late for me to return it so i'll be recycling that or giving it away to someone who only needs it once or twice a year or something like that 
one time I was uh, I was I was replacing the the shocks on my um, on my Volvo, and I needed a spring compressor, which is just a tool that that crunches the springs down so that you can loosen nuts and bolts and get the the shock out. I had the car jacked up and the spring compressed, and and I was in the wheel well of the car. I had my upper body in the wheel well of the car, and. And it dawned on me that I was using Harbor Freight spring compressors. That's not a good idea. That that spring compressor, you're depending on it for your life in that situation, or I was at that time. What I did is I, when I realized that I just, just worked at arm's length for the rest of the project, I finished the project with those tools, but, but then I put them in the recycler because I didn't want to trust them again. I don't want to trust my life to $10 spring compressors, if that makes sense. Even at arm's length, if one of those were to break and the spring went off, it's hundreds of pounds, just or thousands maybe, just loose all of a sudden like an explosion. So I would apply such cautious logic to any tool that that is risky to use, such as electrical test equipment, or really any, any plug-in electrical tool that you are going to purchase go ahead and do some online searching uh, for reviews of any tool that involves any complexity, electrical components, uh, physical risk, etc. Obviously, probably not necessary for a set of screw, screwdrivers or a crescent wrench. But, um, uh, well, for example, uh, years ago I bought a, a rechargeable 18-volt uh, drill, cordless drill at um, at, at Harbor Freight, and it lasted about six months, and then I was compelled to take it apart to see what was inside, and it was the tiniest, weakest motor, and it was just a terrible thing to buy. If I just spent a bit more, I could have gotten something that would have lasted years. For, for example, now I have a Milwaukee 18-volt um, uh, cordless, and it's amazing. High torque and just a wonderful tool, and it's lasted years, and I have pounded on that thing. I've built decks and 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 rebuilt vans and uh it's a wonderful tool spent a little more but the harbor freight one cost me more in time uh, than the extra money i would have spent had i just purchased something like the milwaukee uh, in the first place so and that gets into the professional category if you're a professional you don't have time for tools that cost you efficiency and lack warranty or lack accuracy all of those things are important for your living and for the happiness of of the uh, the people using your product in the end so so if you're a pro van builder buy better tools that's my advice and if you're a home van builder like me buy at least adequate tools and be mindful of of the expenses and the cost and the safety Hey, I hope you're enjoying the show. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Camper Van Podcast. The Vansage newsletter goes out every Sunday evening, and if you're not signed up for that yet, well, you're missing out. Packed full of valuable, fun weekly features, product resources, videos, photography, exclusive content, and other cool van life stuff. It's easy to get signed up, only takes a few seconds, and the link to do so is in show notes right there in your podcatcher app. And while you're at it, I have a quick favor to ask. Please take a few seconds to send that link to friends, family, post it to your social media feeds, etc. It really does make all the difference and will allow me to continue publishing this show. 
Okay, that's it for now. Take care. Have fun. I'm glad you're here. Enjoy the adventure. Train, I see.